0: Welcome to the podcast "Budgeting Redefined," where we talk about budgeting and other fun stuff. Today is July 9th, twenty nineteen. I'm Drew Adams, and I'm Dan C. Taller. and we are the co-founders of Weekly, a budgeting app. Today we are going to talk about how much it costs to fix a spigot, <laughs> aka a spigot. <laughs> uh, also, have you heard about the extraordinary prices for kids' bikes these days? I'm excited to. Mm.
1: Afterwards, we'll be talking about the updates to Weekly and announcing our 100th user. We got 100 users on our app. That's exciting.
0: Yep. It's a big day. So uh, give it a listen. We're glad you're here. how did you enjoy your uh, chicken larb this evening? (laughs) It was very good.
1: Although (laughs) reading chicken larb on the sign was a little bit confusing. I still don't know what it is.
0: Yeah. So for listeners, we went to a a ramen place today Mm -hmm. and they had lettuce wraps on the menu. And then it was delicious. Came out in some bowls and some leaves of lettuce with the meat in the bowls that you're supposed to put in the lettuce so you can eat it like a taco right yeah and this exactly. is great this is what is this meat this is really good and so we look up at the menu because the menu is actually written on a chalkboard and so we look up at the menu and it, the menu says it comes with chicken larb <laughs> with a b with a b but he is in boy you know, it's a really dicey proposition when you get to the R, because you, like, chicken lard? lard? No, no, that's a like, B. So think, yes. But, you know. Just, it was kind I, of like ground into, chicken. Yeah. I haven't run into larb before. Have you run into no, larb? No. I need some more culture, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, we
1: got some of it. We got the first half. Now we got to Google it and figure out what it is. Yeah, but it was
0: delicious. It was very good. So... um Today we're gonna talk a little bit then we're going to talk about some big changes to the app but, but first I wanted to just talk about some, an experience I had like um, doing home improvement right? Oh this is good. Um, so uh, there was a, a pro- I, I own a home and there was a problem where you went out into the backyard and there was a, like a puddle in the yard after it was sunny so it wasn't due to the rain. You're mm-hmm. like, what is this puddle just doing here? And then so my dad was over. He's like, you have a leak in your spigot by the side of the house. Mm-hmm. And it's enough of a leak where it's not just dripping, dripping, dripping. It's almost enough drips to where it's making a stream, right? Mm-hmm. So you can see if something is constantly putting water out to the side of your house, you could end up with foundational issues. You just can't yeah. keep dripping forever and ever, right? Yeah. So so you could see it coming out. You could see it coming out. Yeah. Okay. He said, okay, this has got to fix because it's just leaving
1: bottles. <laughs> did you see it dripping? Yeah, or I did mean, it I didn't
0: require the your father-in-law to point that out. <laughs> it was my father? Oh, your father? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. I mean, I'm not sure. I didn't notice it. Okay, so it was a okay. fairly new, new thing, and thought, "What the heck is that?" Didn't see the stream. Yeah. just <laughs> wanted to point that out. <laughs> okay, I'm with you. So, so my dad's like, "Yeah, you need to fix this," and. Here's how you do it. You unscrew the the top of the spigot and in there there's a little uh thing that if presses down and stops the water and that's probably just old. And you need to undo that and take it to Home Depot and you get the new stopper. I guess it's a stopper that's in <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then you put the new stopper in. It's you the put it in, you put the thing in. Yeah. And then you sh- that should be good. You should be good and you need to figure out how to turn off the water to the house so the water doesn't come out while you're doing all this. And then we sort of figure out where the water is, but then, and then he goes. So um, I'm starting to do the calculus on what this (laughs) means. Like, because whenever I try to do home improvement stuff, I don't know how you are, but I have to make at least two trips to Lowe's. I never get the right thing the first time, or the right thing doesn't actually fit when I get a home. Yes. Do you share this? Definitely. Yeah. Sometimes it's three. I mean, four is
1: not unheard of. That's a lot of persistence. Usually, I'm a one and done. Like, I will go and to get what I need. I go to Home Depot usually, and I get home and oh, yeah. I try to fix it. And if it doesn't happen, then that's just, it's I'm just gonna, a couple, gonna, couple you... of months. I will I will give that another go because I'm <laughs> like you. I'm
0: not I'm not I'm not the handiest of men. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. But here's the. Th- this is what's unique about us. A spigot link leak spigot yeah okay. spigot leak spigot. fix spigot spigot i
1: think it's with the
0: g i've it's, been corrected on that no, it's spigot. definitely a G.
1: yeah okay okay,
0: <laughs> okay. Spigot. <laughs> so the spigot fix um <laughs> uh it it it's you can't just not fix it like you take out the stopper yeah
1: you got to and you it all turn off water
0: to the house there's people in the house i have kids Laundry's going. Things yeah. are happening. You can't live without water functioning. Your yeah. Toilets. Like, you can't live without water. Right. So you have to get to Lowe's with the thing, the stopper, and get back and then make sure it works. And what if it doesn't work? Yes. Now you have to replace the old stopper and put it all back together maybe. Then you live with the same problem. Or, you know, you can't just turn the water on. Then So this is starting to look like... <laughs> the risk reward on this is, is pretty high, even though s- adding a stopper to a spigot sounds like it's a little rubber thing that should yeah. cost five cents. And this is where it comes to the budgeting aspect yes. of everything, right? Like what do you pay in terms of your time, convenience, mm-hmm. and you know, trust that you know how to do this thing that you've never right. done before. And so I'm like, okay, maybe we should get a plumber out here to fix it. Yeah. So plumbers it, it don't come out and – they won't tell. They won't give you a. You can't price shop with plumbers, right? Mm-hmm. They come out and say, "Well, we'll come out and take a look, and we'll give you a price, and it'll be sixty nine dollars to come For out that. and give you a price." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever you yeah. experienced this? Yeah. And so, if they come out and give you a price you don't like, you just pay seventy dollars, and the next guy's gonna come pay you, you know, a visit. It's gonna cost you seventy dollars, yeah. right? So you're only seventy dollars into the hole when the person right. comes out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm like. Come out and fix the spigot. Like it feels so dumb because I still now I feel like it's a little rubber thing that goes inside the thing and I even I can't fix that myself, but okay, fine. Come yeah. fix the spigot. Comes uh-huh. over $70. What do you think the quote was to fix the spigot?
1: Well, I would think it would be because usually the $70 would roll into whatever mm-hmm. the fix is. So I would guess it would be under that. So seventy dollars would be but, the, total. the total. That's right. what I thought. Like yeah, yeah right? So it's like, oh yeah, I got one of these in my back pocket. off. Like
0: ten minutes, they're out of there. Yeah. No, no, no. No, no. So <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, so <boy. laughs> it's like they wouldn't warranty the work unless they put in a connector inside of the house that connected to the spigot, so it had to be a whole new spigot, spigot. And then <laughs> with with a, you know, a, a, a PVC pipe connected to my cop. I have an older house. So we have copper okay. and it had to go And Then that had to be sealed up and it was like $300 to fix the dripping spigot. <laughs> and then you're like, well, oh, no, and then, but you're $60 in yeah. no matter what you do. So yeah. it's like 240 the is the difference. Yeah and it's like well if i don't fix it is another week of dripping water outside the house going to do any more damage am i going to have someone else come over next week and spend 70 on that and get a similar quote you know yeah. what i mean
1: they they weren't giving you like some tip like it may just be this piece and you could probably do it yourself
0: but if you want us to do it we're going to do it this way no they, none they, of they that didn't get, i didn't get that but even yeah. if they did say that it the maybe and you they, can they do didn't it. even take it apart they were just like yep it's leaking that'll be 300
1: bucks." <laughs> <laughs> And you're like, you couldn't tell me that over the phone? (laughs) Yeah. Come on. I told you it was leaking before you got here. You got to, you know, investigate a little more.
0: Yeah. So, no, that, so. Okay. I
1: doled it out. 300 $300. bucks. 300 bucks.
0: And that was it. Problem solved. Problem was solved. Okay. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. But I felt, I felt, it took me, it took me an hour or two to. Get over it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what is that? Tell me about a home improvement that you Yeah, uh,
1: well, I got one for you. Actually, okay. it's come to me while you're telling the story. So when we were living, uh, Ann and I, in a townhome, uh, there was a new construction. There, It's always a little weird with the new construction because you, your appliances are like under warranty. And it's like through the um, manufacturer. But a lot of times you can just go to the people that built your house and like, they'll, they'll fix it for you. They, they got people that that are out in the area and they just do it for you anyway. And so we had this situation where our AC was like on and off. There was, there was something that was wired incorrectly. And so when we, when we would turn on the heat, it would like short out the whole thing or, or vice versa if we were on heat and it was working and we switched it to cool it would short out and so there was a guy came out that fixed it and then a few months later we were having the same issue it wasn't working and at this point it was past warranty so we had to figure it out on our own so i called some electrician to come take a look at it because i just i i didn't even know where to start i was like i don't know i put the thermostat on cool it's not cool Uh, that's it that's the end of my you know my skill set yeah so they show up i was at work and i knew they were coming at like 10 o'clock so like 10 03 my wife calls me she said hey you fixed it i was like oh well that was quick what do you do and he said apparently there's just a switch on the side you got to turn it on (laughs) on the the ac unit or on the heat i think it was the heat because it was inside in the basement it's just a switch, like a regular light switch, on uh-huh. the side of the unit. Like, apparently, we were down there in storage or something. Somebody bumped it, and that was it. And so, yeah, that was eighty dollars. Yeah,
0: Oh, I eighty dollars got coming. the switch. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like they should have a checklist. Like, t- like tech support, you call them. You know, the first thing they're going to tell you to do: restart your computer. Right, right. Step one: they should just say, "Hey, there's a switch. Maybe hey, check that check out. That out. No. You know, before mm-hmm. we come." I I had no idea there was, like, a regular light switch. I mean, it kind of makes sense because I think you can cut the power while you're working (laughs) on it. Yeah. Or so you can charge $80 when people accidentally switch it off and don't know what's going on. Yeah. Come out there switch it back on for them. I don't know.
0: That must have been painful. a little dodgy. Yeah.
1: It was. And at the same time, I felt like, you know, the problem solved. Uh Uh-huh. Now I know... A little bit more about so the you world. you paid for knowledge. you paid for knowledge. There's some tuition cost for life experience, uh-huh. right? There you
0: go. Mm. So yeah, that was that was. Do you know what else is surprisingly expensive these days? That found kids' bikes. Bikes in general. Mm-hmm. Like when I when did they get so expensive? Yeah. Like they we're going shopping for the kids. The kids are. I have kids of all ages, younger. Kids, um, but anyway, they outgrow bikes quickly, just like they yeah. outgrow their yeah. clothes quickly. They don't last for a long time, right? Um, so we're shopping for kids' bikes, and it's like two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars. No, They're selling like bikes that, yeah. now for fifteen hundred. Not kids' bikes, but just you know, yeah, thousand dollars, fifteen hundred dollars. I think. Hmm. Um, and so we're going to Walmart, figuring that you could buy a bike for thirty bucks, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fifty bucks, and there, Walmart is sold out, or I don't know, but it's been a run on, run on bikes. <laughs> did you buy a bike from Lowe's for your kids? And I, did, I did buy
1: bikes from uh, Lowe's. Wal- sorry, Walmart. Walmart. Not yeah, Lowe's. this past Christmas, mm-hmm. and they were um, like eighty bucks each. Eighty bucks, and they were small bikes. You know, our kids are six, yeah. six, five, uh, six and seven as of Christmas last year. So yeah, you know small bikes not a lot to it
0: yeah okay well that's that's kind of what i was hoping to we were hoping to pay but yeah end up being yeah it's a quite expensive to get, yeah you know yeah four, there's i have three kids right. that are like sort of bike riding right. age yes. and then there's me and my wife well, that's five bikes yeah. i mean you're looking at till so how you got f- some f- 700 yeah. 800 for for bikes
1: so have you got some family rides
0: have i got some family like, rides? like
1: have you gone out everybody on a bike going mm. out together
0: no no but that's our is it that, is that's it our a... hope but okay. here's the other thing if you want to do family rides at a trail you have to put the bikes on something if you're going to drive them there i mean let's i don't oh, you know right, we're not necessarily right, right. going to ride out to the trail because you got to go across the interstate with the young kids yeah so you gotta get a <laughs> bike rack but yeah the for bike, five bikes yeah, for five you need like bikes. A, a
1: bike rack for the back tow hitch and one for the top, <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah. throw one on the inside or something. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's, and, and the, those insane. are
0: expensive too. So, yes. you, so the cheap and expensive activity of just riding bikes yeah. around the neighborhood, not so. cheap. Yeah,
1: yeah, that can especially when you got to you know recycle and get new bikes in a couple years. Yeah. That's You know, I always have the thing that I feel like I should buy used. Yes. That's good. Yes. But then, you know, I don't know. There, there's some things that stop me from doing that. What's that? For one, interacting with strangers <laughs> is, I guess, high on the list. It's like, okay, who's sending okay, me Okay, except
0: the users of the weekly app. <laughs> Those are not strangers. Well, it's Those different than if you're
1: doing a face-to-face transaction with someone where you got cash in your pocket, you know, you're meeting some place and Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like the whole thing is a little weird to me, Mm. but that, you know, that's one of, one of the things. The other thing is when you go to a shop, you can, you, you just have a a range to select from and you just, you can try it out all of them at once and pick the one that works for you. So there's the convenience of that, I guess. Yeah.
0: You really do get that. But we went tried to go the used route yeah. for these bikes. And that didn't... And the Facebook out. Marketplace is... I was like, that's where all the bikes are. Like, there's just tons of yeah, bikes think, and bikes. Yeah. And, People buy them and grow out of them, and they're And available. they would sell them there. So that's yeah. that's been an okay um, experience so far. We did buy one of the bikes oh, we were okay. looking for. It was a nice kid's bike for 70 bucks used. Yeah. I mean, maybe I overpaid by 20 bucks, but it was, you know...
1: Yeah. It was fine. Cheaper it was than a good, you'd get elsewhere, or as cheap as... New
0: bike from Walmart or something. Right, right. And then, uh, but what's nice about buying stuff off the Facebook marketplace is that um, it takes the anonymity of a Craigslist type situation Mm. away because you can, you know, it's kind of, you can look at their Facebook profile when they sell it to you, right? Everybody's looking like real people. It's all, yeah. It's all okay. Yeah, Um, that's cool. But the bad part about buying on the marketplace is you're still trying to, like coordinate with people who are like have their job isn't to sell you something, you know? Right. Yeah. They've got lives and they're doing stuff. So you got to coordinate the time and yeah. then sometimes they don't get back to you. And sometimes you don't get back to them. Right. Right. And it's yeah. this is weird, like sort of, <laughs> are they selling it to me today? <laughs> yeah. Am I supposed to be planning this yes, into my day yeah, or not? That. Are they coming around? Um, yeah. I've uh, been on the not great
1: host side of that before when mm-hmm. I've sold stuff. Yeah. It's like somebody's coming to my house, and I, I haven't given them an address yet. <laughs> I yeah. just want to wait until the last moment before I give him actually where I live.
0: Yeah. We were trying to sell some MacBook um, uh, chargers, MacBook mm-hmm. Pro chargers that were too old for the computer that I have now, Mm -hmm. but there's still functioning chargers for for people who might have that version of the computer. Oh yeah. Uh And so we're selling them for, for 20 bucks a piece. I'm not sure. I think that they're probably 40 or 50 bucks new, maybe even 60. Yeah. Right. It can be expensive for sure. Um, so selling them for maybe less than half than what new would be because they're used and that's great. But then when you actually get in the process of trying to sell, when you actually get into the process of trying to sell a $20 item, And then how much coordination Mm there has to be Mm -hmm. to sell that $20 item. Yeah. It's, I start to like, well, this is great. I have someone who's interested in buying this Mm -hmm. item, but Mm -hmm. are they going to meet me at work? Are they going to, am I going to ask my wife to meet them to get the 20? She's out with the kids. And it's like, at what level is it worth, you know? Saying, yeah, right. I'll sell this yeah. online versus, mm-hmm. you know, being like, you know, it actually is not worth the the yeah. time and trouble of it. But And if it's know.
1: not, then what do you do with it, right? Do you bring it to a thrift shop? Do you mm-hmm. throw it out? You know, yeah. you kind of feel wasteful. Right. I wonder and thrift if shops,
0: they don't take electronics, do they? I'm not sure. <laughs> feel,
1: so the thrift <laughs> shop by our house is like... You just drop stuff off in the back, and there's no one there. And so I I don't know. I just bring a bin of stuff and
0: drop it off, and then I guess they sort it out. What's the lowest cost item you've tried to sell to someone? Like not, like say, a yard sale where things are going for a penny or 10 cents or something, (laughs) but like online.
1: Yeah, I think – I may have sold a keyboard for like twenty dollars. Def- definitely not under twenty. Anything under twenty, okay. I would not. I would not spend my time on it. Okay, but I also kind of have this philosophy or mindset that I I should focus on things that can that that I'm really good at that are high value to bring in money. And so if I have extra time, I'd rather be writing software building weekly you know as yeah. one example or or doing other projects that are like higher value than chasing around people and trying to sell something for $20 trying to just you know? yeah yeah although i admire that so like I'm, I'm a little conflicted i appreciate the people that are more frugal yeah. and 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 put in the effort to do that but i do have a kind of a different life strategy of focusing on certain skills that are high value skills And spending a lot of time on those rather than, um, you know, trying to cut corners on the the spending and saving and getting money
0: back for old items and stuff. Yeah. It also makes me wonder how much, it's going back to the, how much fixing your own house has been Mm -hmm. a narrative that Lowe's and Home Depot have taught us. Yeah. Right? definitely want to believe that. You can save money and do it yourself. Right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. I would be interested, if you put the value of your time into those those repairs, Mm -hmm. uh, I would be interested to do that analysis. I definitely try to, I buy into that, but then I often end up spending hours and hours and hours on projects that are half done, Yeah, you know?
1: Yep. Anyway. Yeah, and it's interesting on valuing your time, because in in some ways, um, if you've got a regular nine-to-five job, you, you make a certain wage during those hours, But outside of that, you may not have a lot of flexibility to just work more and get paid more. Right. But if you're doing something um, like Uber or something, then it's just however much you're doing it is how much you're making. So you can really easily say, I could go drive Uber for half an hour and make this much money. Or I could, you know, so it's easier to kind of value or evaluate how much your time is worth. Yeah. Because I get paid a certain amount, but I can only work. I only get paid for those eight hours of work in a day. Yeah. And then it's like, I guess it's worth nothing after <laughs> any work I do, no one's paying me for. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's I do. It's different
0: in that way. All right, let's take a break here. And uh, when we come back, we're going to give, um, we're going to talk about the updates to weekly. Um, Got a lot of updates. a yeah, lot of updates mm-hmm. to weekly. And then, uh, yeah, we'll just go that way. All right. We'll Sounds be right good. back. back weekly i'm drew adams i'm dan C. Taller. we're talking about the app now oh by the way this is uh charles bradley something my uh brother-in-law by marriage turned me on to i love i love the music you bring to the
1: show i feel like you've got some more exposure and
0: culture there than (laughs) i do and i like that it's good um well, while we're on the topic, what's a, what, if you were to pick your iPhone right now and play something, what would it be? What would be on there? Um. Well, I'm a big fan of Sia. Oh, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. like her stuff. Mm-hmm. She's creative. And her Christmas album is awesome. Okay. It's like this fresh Christmas music. I'm like a huge Christmas fan, just in general. Mm-hmm. Christmas. Really? Really? Like, I didn't know this about you. Yeah, June, July, Christmas music. I'm just you really, know really you're excited. pumping it all the time. I mean, just any time. It's just it's so good. I feel like the month of December, best month of the year. Wow, by far. Wow, it's just it is. Do you do good. up your house and everything? Yeah, I'm I'm not like huge on the decorations, although I would like to do more. But I just love the season. I love that people are out. They're buying stuff. They're excited. They're caroling and. You know, making cookies and having parties and, you know, there's so much tradition involved. I just love it. I, I just love the whole month. Neat. I think people are just friendlier, too, you know? Yeah. It's just like, yeah,
0: man. This is the way life should be.
1: Yeah. We should be like this all the time. Yeah. Plus, it's it's really good because, I, I mean, I don't mean to go on. I could really go on about this. But it's in the winter time and we need that in the winter. Yeah. People get down, I think. Although come like January, end of January, it's pretty bleak, I'll admit. Yeah. In general, it's, I think it's hard. People yeah. have credit card debt that's De- coming yeah. from Christmas mm-hmm. and now the holiday season is over. Right. And it's just and it's you actually still cold. And your debt and it's very cold. <laughs> so, well, let's don't so- go into debt this year. Use weekly. Use weekly. You know, plan ahead. Get some savings goals set
0: up. And this is probably the right time to start thinking a about this. Time. It yeah. is a
1: good time. It is a good time. Definitely. Setting that money aside in advance can really save you around Christmas time. And so we've been working hard on Weekly to make updates to make it a little easier to use. So one of the biggest things uh, that we've launched this past week is the concept of reviewing a week. So mm-hmm. in the existing version of the app... You had kind of this weird experience where when you loaded the app, if it was uh, Sunday, uh, a new week had started, or any day after Sunday, then you would have a new instance of a week, and you'd have a new allowance for that week, and whatever your ending balance from the prior week was would just automatically roll over. And there there was a lot of issues with that. For one, it just wasn't a great experience as a user because you never really closed off your prior week and figured out exactly where you ended. You may have transactions that are still, uh, that haven't been confirmed yet that are actually for the prior week. Um, and those would be mixed in for transactions for the current week. So when you went in to confirm those, some would be going into the prior week, which would affect the rollover. And then some would be going into the current week. And so, um, so this past week we implemented, the opportunity to review your week before you kick off the next week. And so uh, if you have any transactions that need to be confirmed, there'll be a a banner up at the top of the screen now. And you can tap on those and confirm your transactions. And then you can tap another banner that says it's time to start a new week. Tap that and you'll get a week in review page. The week in review. Week in review. Mm -hmm. So this is just a little summary Um, With a little bit of action to it. So it's got the dates of the week, your allowance, rollover, spent, and then your final balance. Right. Ending balance of the week. And that balance can be positive or negative depending on how your spending went. And you have the ability to decide if you're going to roll that amount forward. And so if you have a positive amount because your spending was less than your beginning balance for last week, then... um, you could roll that forward to have more spending power the next week, mm-hmm. or you could not roll it forward, and that money would just stay safe in your in your bank account. Right. And so you know, at that point, you could put that into a, a savings fund or or do something else with it, but basically, it wouldn't be part of your spending.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and the other important thing that happens when you do the week in review is it's closed. You say it's over, right? And then you move on to the next week. You, yes. ha- you can't actually edit transactions after they're reviewed in a week, correct? Bingo.
1: Yep. And that's part of our our strategy. The ultimate goal of weekly is to help people stay on track with their spending. And so an important kind of aspect of keeping that simple and keeping it focused is not worrying about going back to previous weeks and categorizing things or updating things that were were off. Uh, We want you to be on top of your spending and transactions all the time. So we, we pull in your transactions automatically. We allow you to review those and confirm them uh, and add any any transactions uh, manually as well to your week. But then once that week's over, you know, we, we give you the opportunity to review and then start a fresh week. And so that really keeps your attention focused on hitting your goal for the current week
0: and, um, you know, st-
1: staying focused on, on that week.
0: Mm-hmm. And then there were some updates to the tracker, the, the tracker page too. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. We made some UI updates. Um, mostly on that was to kind of simplify uh, and expand on some of the functionality. So there were some limitations in the older version. Like you couldn't add a manual transaction if you had transactions to review. Uh, there was also a big blue banner uh, where the weekend review was, which was kind of loud on the interface. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took up a lot of space and it was really colorful. And so if we needed some other banner like it's time to start a new week or you have transactions to review, then the whole thing kind of got messy. Mm-hmm. And so we've cleaned that up a bit um, to to simplify the interface and keep keep you focused on your safe-to-spend number
0: and then also make it obvious when there's actions to be taken. Yeah. So instead of the big blue section at the top, it's white now. Mm-hmm. And then when you scroll up, the numbers also scroll all yeah. the way up where the before the, the safe-to-spend used to just – stay there yep but now it scrolls up with you to make a more pleasant experience looking through the things that have been entered already exactly it gives Correct.
1: you a lot more space we call it real estate
0: on the screen it enables you to use that so that you can scroll up and see the full list of transactions yeah and we changed uh, the alert um, like when you have new transactions that you've downloaded from your bank ready to import mm-hmm. um, the alert looks it's yes big and it's colorful it's on the screen at the very top it's like do yep. this. yeah yeah
1: exactly so that'll be much more uh easy to see there's a call to action there yeah uh and then at the same time we're not uh stopping you from adding a manual transaction when that's in place so there's no functional limitation uh yeah. regardless of if you have transactions to review or not
0: yeah so we've had two two um two big milestones this week one is we have had our hundredth user yes put it there let's go all right let's go 100 <laughs> <laughs> Triple digits, <laughs> yeah, um, uh,
1: and that's for the the newsletter subscription, right?
0: Yeah, and yeah, yeah, which is tied to the tied to our our app users, yeah, beta mm-hmm. users, yeah, that's right. Um, uh, we launched the podcast. That's, that wasn't even the second thing. That's the yeah. third thing. Yeah, the second thing was we got our first feature request from a yes, user.
1: We did, which was a really solid feature request. Yeah, it was yeah, so the ability to start. Your week on a different day. Then uh, by Monday. default, it's on Sunday, Sunday, it's the beginning of the week. Um, but uh, this particular user gets paid on Fridays. So she said, "Hey, it would be really convenient for uh, my husband and I to manage our spending starting on Friday, mm-hmm. uh, which corresponds to her payday, which which uh, works great. It's a great feature request. We're going to be working on that.
0: Yeah. And then uh, also, uh, we like to talk to our users. You love to talk to our users, yes. So we have a new channel. We're hoping that users can talk to us through. Yeah, is that the best Facebook. way to phrase it? And it's Facebook, yeah, right. So we have a yeah. Facebook group. So if you're interested in talking with us or talking with other people who are doing budgeting and sharing, come to the Facebook group. Um, you can come to you can get to the group from our Facebook page, which is facebook.com/slash weekly budgeting, just like our website is Mm -hmm. weeklybudgeting.com and then you can get to the group and we'll be there post any questions that you have not only about the app but just about budgeting in general or share a question and uh, we'll be posting some things that you can reply to and hopefully it's a good space for people to talk about money in a fun way and and do that thing. Yeah,
1: I'm really excited about it. I've been involved in some Facebook groups that talk about budgeting in the past and I think it can be a really good way to both ask questions and also give feedback on the app and continue iterating. At this phase of development, it's really exciting to have users involved because we are uh, iterating really quickly and, and the software is really dynamic. And so as people make requests, those things can very likely make it into the app and actually
0: shape the direction of it. Right, right. And uh, also if, you have, if you're using it and, and we would love for you to recommend the app to your friends – who might be into budgeting on an iphone right mm-hmm. um so send them to weeklybudgeting.com where they can click on the the button to download test flight and through TestFlight can download the beta i should also mention today is july 9th 2019 so if you happen to be listening to this at some distant point in the future the app could be in a totally different space um, but yeah, I'm sh- pretty sure you can still go to weeklybudgeting.com and find yep. it, right? <laughs> yep,
1: weekly budgeting will be around. It'll yeah. hopefully be out of beta in the next couple of months. For sure,
0: yeah, right. So. Um,
1: cool. Uh, anything else to, to add or to say? I don't think so. We should have a sign-off phrase, though, that's like... I, I, yeah. I can't think of it, actually, on the moment. It's It's uh ha- root beer happy- for all <laughs> no i'm a real root beer fan and drew we had a little fourth of july celebration this yeah. past week mm-hmm. drew was in charge of bringing the root beer he did not disappoint we had bottled root beer and canned a and w both awesome <laughs> bottled ibc canned a and w all right it's amazing so anyway cheers yeah. cheers maybe that's the sign out of okay <laughs> <laughs> cheers mm-hmm.